What is it you want, Larry? What do you want? You, you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. Hey, that's a pretty good idea. together for you all oh already okay hi guys um thank you so much for listening in on this season two of my podcast um first of all i wanted to say thank you guys so much for all the feedback you guys gave on season one i'm really surprised on how well it did um i really did not expect it to be going so well i actually had a lot of people telling me that they would listen to it when they worked out which I actually find really funny because I feel like listening to my podcast would be something that like I don't know not something that you would listen to during your workout you would think listening to your workout would be something that would be more upbeat (laughs) and I don't know like I feel like most of my episodes are actually are not depressing but like just pretty raw and like emotional I guess and so it really kind of just made me happy to hear that everyone would just listen to it when they would do those kinds of things. And I had a lot of my friends uh, recommend the podcast to like their family members and stuff. And all those family members have been asking them when I would come out with a season two. And that just made me really, really happy to hear. And so thank you guys so much for sharing my podcast. Um, um, so I honestly couldn't be more grateful for that. So thank you guys so much to the ones who have been sharing it uh with their family and friends and that was way more than I expected it to go so yeah just thank you guys so much um I'm really glad that the season one was pretty successful I'm really grateful for the guests that I had and um yeah I just couldn't be more grateful so thank you guys so much so um season two um I have a I actually have a couple of guests lined up for this season um and what to expect with this next season I feel like season one really talked about um kind of just the like current life things that are going on really things that kind of happened in the past I guess is what I would mostly say um in this season uh I feel like one of the things I've really been kind of just realizing well first of all uh self-reflection I would say would what would I would say would be something to expect within this next season um and just a lot of curveballs that are kind of thrown at you in your early 20s and so yeah that's going to be one of the huge things I'm going to be talking about this season um especially within the past few months uh I've kind of hit some or I've had some big blows kind of come my way um big blows that you really don't expect in your early 20s to be dealing with and so I'm going to be talking about that in this episode. So, um, yeah. Um, so those are the kind of things that, um, you can be expecting with this next season, with this next season, because, um, with all the trials I've been dealing with within the past few months, um, I would say, um, just getting to know myself a lot more on a deeper level, I would say more in, um, ways that I communicate with uh 
you know, the people in my life and all that stuff and kind of the root of everything. And so, yeah. Um, and if I sound a little bit out of breath and kind of just seem a little bit off, um, we're going to get into that because I'm actually sick right now. Not, uh, not sick in a contagious way or anything. Um, so that's going to be something I'm about to dive into. So anyways, um, I'm trying to think of where I left off on the finale of my first season. First of all, the finale of my first season I did with one of my good friends, Emily. Um, and I've known Emily for over 10 years. And so me and Emily kind of, we had a very similar upbringing and we kind of both dealt with very similar things um, to the T. So we kind of delved into that. And I was kind of talking about um, in the episodes, I think before that, I was kind of talking about where I was mentally and all that stuff. And so, um, yeah, so um, I'm pretty sure that was kind of the gist of where I left off on. And so it's been, I think it's been about a year since I last recorded and I apologize for that. Um, 2021, I think we can say for most people, 2021 was a pretty heavy year for a lot of people, um, at least with the people that I know in my life and especially for myself more towards the end of 2021. So currently it is January 5th, um, 2022 and it's 10 PM. And so, yeah. Um, I think we can all say we're pretty happy that 2021 is done and it's over with. And so new year and new opportunities and new chances. That sounds extremely corny, but that's pretty much the reality of New Year's. Um, by the way, this is the second time I've had to record this podcast because I actually just recently got a new podcast set up. And when I was recording the podcast the other day, the audio was just so off. So I'm trying to get into the hang of the setup that I have that I just got for myself. And so it's just like this, whole, like, you know, learning all this technical stuff and that takes time. So um, anyways, yeah. Um, so let's get into um, 2021 for me. Uh, first of all, um, I'm still living in Sonoma County and I have lived here for almost two years now, which I cannot believe it's been already two years. That has just flown by so fast. And um, so 2021, uh, in, so I think I've had about two jobs since then. And um, I actually, since I think my recent podcast, actually, um, so I was working a temporary healthcare job for a little bit, and then I was working at a plumbing office, which has been, without a without a doubt, probably the best work uh, experience I've ever had. I really, really love my job there, and I've loved the people that I've worked with. I think they're absolutely amazing, and I'm so grateful that I just have worked with people who just all you know what I'll just all generally care about each other and like I'm not used to that because you know all of my work experiences in healthcare and huge corporations and so this um business that I'm working with now is more of a it's a um small family-owned business which I actually learned that I actually prefer that way more so um yeah I'm so grateful to have um you know, run into that opportunity. And I just really, really just adore 
the people that I work for, for and I work with. And so I was really grateful that 2021 really brought me that. Um, so anyway, so I started that job in July. I also found a place with my um, other friend, Emily, uh, and roommate, because I was living with her family for a little bit. And then we found a place and uh, we found a roommate who we both really adore. And so we and it was just an awesome, awesome um, housing opportunity for her and I because we both have dogs. And so we have been looking for a place like for us to move into for a couple years actually and so we just found the most perfect opportunity where we were both able to still have our fur babies and you know live um comfortably here so that and living in Sonoma County that's really hard to come by but um so her and I found a place and um yeah and then uh September so that was in July so July and August was really great. And then September, um, I would say my 2021 kind of started off, um, kind of went downhill starting in, in September. Um, in September, I kind of experienced death for the first time. I had a friend who unexpected, unexpectedly die. And um, I've never experienced death before, like literally ever. Like all of my grandparents are still alive. And in fact, at that time, both great grandparents were still alive. And, you know, I've never experienced anyone close in my life die ever before. And it's funny because um, the person that died in September, before that, uh, I was having this conversation with a friend at my house and I was asking them, have you ever experienced death before? And they're like, yeah, you haven't. I was like, no, I've never experienced death before. And the reason why I'm talking about that is because experience somebody close to me die unexpectedly is probably my worst fear ever like you know I you know people will ask you what's your biggest fear that is by far my biggest fear is experiencing death very unexpectedly and September that really kind of you know kick-started that I almost felt felt like I jinxed myself when I had that conversation uh shortly before I experienced that loss and so um and then shortly, not even a week late, not even a week later, an uncle of mine died very unexpectedly, and he was a wonderful man, and I just adored him in so many ways. And um, and then, oh, and then a, and then I would say about two months later, I had a family friend that died, and then uh, just a few days ago, I also experienced another death, and so. That's been really, really heavy for me just because, I mean, literally out of the 20, 22 years of my life, I've never experienced death before, like literally ever. Um, I've never even been to a funeral before, um, at least a funeral of somebody that I knew really well or, you know, could um, identify with identifying with that life, I guess. And um, so, except. Uh, dealing with all of these unexpected deaths I really chose really horrible ways to cope with it and um so it really really kind of went downhill from there in September and then November rolls around which is this is where I kind of dive into um the health crisis that I have been dealing with and that has been a really really huge 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 um 
bomb in my life. So, uh, <clears throat> um, rewind to, first of all, November of 2020. Um, I was... <clears throat> I was seeing my optometrist and at that time. If you don't know what an optometrist is, that's basically an eye doctor. And I have really shitty eyesight. <laughs> so I was just seeing them as a checkup and everything. And um, something arose from that appointment. And my eye doctor was like, hey, like behind your left eye, it's really inflamed. From where your eye connects to your brain, it's pretty inflamed. And I'm a little bit concerned about that. And um, And one of the leading causes for that to go down is um that you could have a mask but it also just could you know be nothing so um but I want to get that checked out I never uh fell through with checking that out stupidly um just because it's like you know I've worked in healthcare before and I know that doctors kind of just they want to just clear the plate and make sure that nothing is going on it's like you know I thought to myself at that time you know I was 21 so I was like I'm 21 years old there's nothing going wrong you know, that's just like, that's just, that's, that doesn't happen at my age. So I never fell through with that. And stupidly, that really just bit me in the ass of this, of November of 2021, just recently. So I um, had a yearly checkup again with my optometrist. And um, he was looking at my chart and he was like, did you ever fall through with, um, getting, look, you know, getting that checked out? And I was like, well, no, I did not actually. And he was like, that's not good. Um, because it's worse now. And I was like, what do you mean it's worse? <laughs> and he was just like, well, um, the pressure that what that, why, why it was so inflamed behind your left eye is because there's pressure, pressure going on in your brain. And, um, now it's more inflamed, which means that the pressure has got has increased. So um, I'm a little bit more concerned. Now I'm really kind of concerned about that. And we really need to get that checked out. So like, okay. Um, and since I don't live in the area, um, because I had to go back home to see my optometrist in Chico, and um, which is about three hours away from where I live now. And so the soonest available appointment I can do is December. I think it was, it was December 23rd was the soonest I can get checked in again. So um, he gave me a referral and then I saw a eye surgeon on the 23rd of December. I was there for a couple hours. I did a couple more tests and everything. And um, so this other eye surgeon that I spoke with and so he kind of sat down with me and talked with me and he was like so um from what we what I gathered with the couple of tests that we just did um it's it's now it's not just behind your left eye it's behind both eyes which is more concerning so at this point I'm like oh my god okay great (laughs) like what's going on and he was just like so I want you to go see a neurologist and get another MRI done tomorrow, Christmas Eve. So I was like, okay, great. I'm going to be spending my time in the hospital on Christmas Eve. Cool. So um, I got some more scans done and um, I spoke with a couple of neurologists and with the scans that they were, that they saw, it showed that there wasn't any kind of, um, there. so rewind. So um, when there's pressure in your brain, that's typically because you have some sort of mass in your brain. And so like, it could be worst case scenario. It could actually be a tumor. Um, what they were betting on was that it could be a pseudo tumor. 
I can't believe I'm like releasing all this medical information in this podcast, but I don't know. I just, you know, this is maybe, I don't know, 22, at 22 years old, you don't expect to deal with this. And I, I, and I guess I just feel compelled to kind of just share it, you know, as somebody my age, you know, someone my age may not be dealing with this kind of other health issue, but, you know, dealing with this kind of health stuff, it's very, you feel very lonely and it really kind of takes a toll on your mental health. And I already have mental health issues to begin with. And so dealing with all of this has kind of increased it and everything. And so, you know, I know people my age or younger who deal with, you know, some other chronic medical stuff. And, you know, I kind of now really feel like I know how they feel. And so I'm just going to share it. (laughs) So anyways, um, where was I? So after I got my MRI scans done, so Christmas, again, this is Christmas Eve of 2021. Um, they were, they saw my MRI scans and they were like, so nothing is in there. Um, it doesn't show anything in your scans or anything like that. Uh, so we're a little bit confused because I guess, um, they are really betting money that I had what's called a pseudo tumor and a pseudo tumor is when you have fluid around your brain and, that's really extremely benign and you just take medication for that and it's whatever um I didn't even have a pseudo tumor so at this point they were like what's going on so um and I have like four different neurologists looking at it and being like what's wrong with her and that was really discouraging for me and so um yeah and so they were looking at it and they were like okay um, next up for, from here is we need to do what's called, I guess what's called, it's called a spinal tap. And basically what they, what that is, is that they stick a very, very long needle into my spinal cord. And what that does is that it measures out my nervous system to see how much, how badly it's, it is or is not affecting my nervous system. And, and then I was, and then I asked, okay, then what happens there? And the thing with, with neurology is they're very careful with what they say, which is kind of like, I guess for me, it's a little bit more discouraging because I'm somebody that kind of mentally prepares for the worst. And so I kind of just like wish that they would just tell me like, just be straight up of like all these different things that it could be. But in neurology, I guess it, I guess because it's something that is very um, that it can be extremely um, concerning. They're very careful with what they say. That's what I've really learned throughout this whole process. So, so they were like, "Well, we're not going to jump to anything yet. This is in situations like this, and in neurology, we really just focus on one thing at a time. So the next step is that." We need you to, uh, we need to do a spinal tap on you and you're going to have to have, have checkups every three months with your optometrist and every six months you'll need to see with neurologists and all this stuff. And I'm like, hold on, I don't live in this area anymore. Um, I live in Sonoma County now. So is there any way that we can do any of this when I live in Sonoma County. And I guess they didn't know that because in my chart, it still says that I live in Chico. And so they were like, well, are you there for schooling or something? And I was like, well, no, I just kind of moved there on my own because I wanted to have some sort of independence and stuff like that. And they were like, well, 
honestly, if you're not there or tied down by anything, we really, really suggest that you move back because this is going to be a process and driving, doing all this driving back and forth and all of that and being so limited on your time schedule here, we can't afford to have you be so limited in booking appointments here with us. So we really, really suggest that you consider moving back here. And I was like, ah, okay, okay. And that was really, really, really discouraging for me because I have worked so hard trying to make it here on my own. You know, it's not easy being somebody my age um, living in this area that I live now because it's not cheap. And I've really, I've been really trying to, you know, um, grow in a way of, you know, moving here and being like, you know what, I can do this. Yeah, it's expensive to live there. Yeah, it's a long shot, but I can do it. And I did do it. And so hearing this doctor telling me that I should be considering moving back, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I've worked so hard and like I've done more than most kids my age doing all of this, not to totally sound conceited or arrogant or anything, but I just felt like I just had this huge accomplishment making it here on my own and doing this. And so hearing this doctor telling me that, I was like, okay, um, you know, I just, I gotta do what I gotta do. Obviously my health is more important. Um, and so I had to make the really hard decision to move back home. And, um, so yeah, that was a really heavy conversation I had to have with people here, um, and with, uh, my work and all of this stuff. And, you know, I haven't been working there for too long. So, um, me finally getting all settled to now being like, you know what, dude, I I gotta, I gotta, I gotta move. (laughs) And so, That has just, it's just been extremely overwhelming to explain all of this to the people in my life and all of the great connections that I've, that I've made here and, um, just rehashing it over and over again. It's just been so overwhelming and just been a lot. And it's, it's scary too, to be honest, you know, I don't, you know, you hear neurology and you automatically hear that that can be something really serious. And, um, so, and when I would talk about it with my neurologist, they wouldn't say anything. Like, like I said before, they're very careful with what they say. And with the eye surgeon that I saw, I asked him, you know, worst case scenario, what what could happen? And he was like, well, if you don't get this taken care of, you could go blind or, you know, that amount of pressure going on, you could have seizures and it could be fatal within the next five or 10 years. So I was like, all right, great. And I even made this joke and I was like, you know, I'm a photographer and I spend like up to 12 to 13 hours editing, staring at a screen. Is that what's killing me? And he just laughed and he was like, no, that's got nothing to do with it. Don't worry. Your passion is not killing you. And so I was like, okay, well, at least I can go to sleep peacefully knowing that so um yeah (sighs) so having to that's just been a really really huge um I don't even know a right word to explain the feeling knowing that I'm having to deal with this at 22 years old almost 23 um it's it's 
you know, the side effects of from this, you know, I am pretty fatigued. Um, I, my head hurts. I, so I get headaches. And so another side effect, at least for me, it's increased my mental health by like 10 notches. So it's just, it, you know, when you deal with this, it, it makes you feel really not broken, but just feel very, I don't, I don't know what the right words to say, but you just feel really out of place and you just feel it's, it's a very lonely feeling, uh, having to deal with these medical stuff. Those have been the side effects that I have been dealing with. And, um, yeah. And so, you know, I found all that out on Christmas Eve that I have to move and everything. And now I, I'm going to be leaving in about three weeks. So, um, yeah, that's been really heavy. And um, I know, though, it's going to... I know it's the best thing to happen for me because when I think about it, you know, where I live now is not my long-term goal. My long-term goal is to move out of state and, you know, do a lot of traveling and whatnot. And there's no way that I can do it here living on my loan as a quote-unquote college student, even though I'm not in college, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, As a quote-unquote college student in a place that's so expensive, that is so, that's not in the cards for me if I'm going to stay here. So I kind of asked myself that too, and it's like, well, if this isn't my long-term goal, what am I doing here? Um, Yes, this area has been wonderful for me in terms of my photography career and all of that, but at the end of the day, I don't want to stay in California let alone the most expensive area in California, aside from Southern California and Los Angeles. I would say where I live now is probably right below that. So, um, yeah. Um, so, anyways, um, I just kind of just realized about that about myself. And, you, you know, I at the end of the day, we all want to move forward in our lives. And this, where I'm at now, I'm not going to move forward. And you know, um, with having experiencing all of these deaths within the past few months and using really shitty ways to cope with that, um, that has also kind of been something that I need to deal with. And um, being around the support of my family and all of that, I think that's just something that at the end of the day that I need. And um, I'm never somebody who asks for help either. It wasn't until my parents were just like, dude, look at your life right now. You're not happy. You're not content. You're not satisfied. You don't feel like you're growing in your goals at all. And you felt like you were right before you moved to Sonoma County. What does that tell you? Not to say that Sonoma County really set me back. If anything, I feel like Sonoma County just like sprinted me forward in a way because it just, it was introduced to so many things. It it gave me so many opportunities and so many lessons. And so I feel like I was supposed to be here for a time, just not for as long as I maybe expected to be. So, um, yeah. And so I not only will, I'll be, will I be dealing with my physical health when I move back, I'll be dealing with my mental health when I move back. So, um, and I just, and this is not like, 
again, the people that I have met here in Sonoma County have been wonderful. And the people, you know, I grew up here, first of all. I grew up here. I had my entire childhood here in Sonoma County. And then my family moved to Butte County. And that's where they're still at now. And then I just decided that I just wanted to move back. Here's the thing, though. You, and this is to everyone who's my age, because I know everyone who's a, who is who is my age or or is around my age we all have this sudden urge to just get out there and explore and just kind of you know carpe diem you know seize the day and um you know just wanting to go oh i'm going to go do this and move here and just make it and just kind of just you know take this leap of faith which don't get me wrong that is wonderful that people really strive for that I think if I think if anything, people who think that and strive for that are going to succeed the most in life. The thing about it and something that I have learned is you will not succeed. You will not do it unless you have a grounded and successful support system. And I am not saying that I did not have it here. I'm I think I had more of I have more accountability from where my family is. And, um, and, you know, my family knows me and they know when I'm not doing good. And like I said, I am not somebody who asks for help in any way, shape or form. So, and when you don't ask for help and you don't reach out, you start to think to yourself that you don't have a support system. But when in reality you do, you just don't feel comfortable expressing that and showing that and asking for help or whatnot. So I don't want anyone to think who lives here in Sonoma County thinks that they just kind of not like quote unquote like did me wrong or anything like that. That's not that's is so not the case. And I don't want anyone who lives in lives in this area to feel that way. It's just at the end of the day, moving back home with my family, that is what's best for me. And that's what's in the best interest for me. So, um, yeah. And so. I just I I want to, I want everyone to know that who's my age if you're if that's great that you want to take that leap of faith and and do all these things but you better damn well feel comfortable to express when express when you need help and that you have a great support system to lean on because if you don't you will find yourself back in square one which is kind of where I'm at right now but that square one is what's best for me because at the end of the day thankfully my square one is going to actually push me forward to to where I want to be and that's not the case for most people so anyways um I just I want people to know that and you know granted I grew up here and so when I moved here I knew people and you know most of the people who are telling me that they want to go here they don't know people there and they don't have connections there and so they're kind of just wanting to kind of just go to the deep end and kind of just see where it takes them which is I'm not gonna lie that's great because that's gonna push you to more towards independency and whatnot but please 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 take advantage get yourself out there and create yourself a support system that you can go to so anyways that's my TED talk and um so that's if that's just if there's anything if there's any advice that I could give anyone is to create yourself a support system. I know it's not easy and I know it's scary to you know ask for help or just 
look for guidance, not necessarily help, but guidance. Um, that's tricky and that's hard and especially for myself. So yeah. Oh my gosh. Having this conversation is making me just really exhausted. Um, anyways, so yeah, um, that's just kind of something that I've learned through all of this and, um, yeah, um, trying to think of what did I talk about in the other podcast (laughs) um since I'm having to redo this one but um anyways so this whole medical stuff I am working through it as best as I can and um I'm going to continue to work through it as best as I can and I'm really actually looking forward to going back home honestly I really really am um you know, I'm. it's going to be great to be around the people that I know there and that I actually, because um, it's funny when I moved, when I moved here, some of the old connections that I had in, you know, growing up in Butte County, some of those connections have, you know, reached out to me and be like, dang, like, I'm so glad that you're living, living on your own, like in Sonoma County, but I really wish that you and I would have had a, a more of an opportunity to, I wish we would have had more moments like this. And so, I'm actually looking forward to actually being able to have those moments with those people. And, um, yeah. So, you know, and another thing too is I've been thinking about going back to school. And, um, so I'm looking forward to seeing what my options are with that. And, um, yeah. I really, like, I feel, I actually feel really, really good about going back home, which I'm pretty surprised about because, I'm just, I'm definitely somebody who's just like, nope, we're not going to, we're gonna, we're not going to step back. We're not going to step back. We're just going to figure it out. It doesn't matter what I have to do to figure it out. I don't care about the sacrifices I have to make. I'm just going to have to figure it out. But you know what? At the end of the day, my health and my physical health and mental health are the top priority in my li- in my life. But, you know, talking breaking the news to everyone here that I've made connections with has been really heartbreaking for me and just extremely overwhelming and just having this conversation again um you know I'm actually glad I'm like recording um a podcast about all of this just so I don't have to have this conversation over and over and over again so anyone who's asking what's going on with me I'm just gonna tell them to listen to this podcast because it's just it's so overwhelming to talk about this a dozen times with so many different people and I know a lot of people have been kind of because I've I've um kind of vaguely explained on social media that I've had to move back because of medical reasons and everyone's like why are you moving back like what's going on with you like medically and whatnot and so this is kind of my answer to it all and just being able to tell everyone about it without having to tell everyone about it individually and whatnot so yeah and I'm just I'm so grateful that I feel really good about it like I like I'm really grateful that it doesn't make me like you know depressed in any way or makes me feel like I let myself down in any way I'm so so grateful that I don't feel that way and um I don't know why I don't feel that way because typically I do and um so and like I said I'm not somebody who asks for help even when it comes to my family and um so and you know 
like another thing too i'm gonna get raw about you know when i go back to support systems and whatnot it's important that you trust people in that way emotionally and so that's another thing that i would just tell anyone who's thinking about doing what i did and just kind of seizing the day and going with it um you have to be able to emotionally trust people and that is not something that i am successful at at all and i have been that way since i was a little girl you know what and that's life you know, people are going to disappoint you. People are going to let you down. That's life. Nobody's perfect. Nobody can read your mind. You know, nobody, people aren't going to see what's going on if you don't tell them. You know, don't be like me and just assume that people know and when they don't. And so you can't have that expectation on people. And that is most definitely something at the top of my list that I struggle with in any relationship, whether it's platonic or not, is having very high expectations with people and that's not fair and i recognize that thank god so um anyways what else has gone down since uh the finale of my first season i think that's pretty much it it's just you know dealing with all these kind of different medical things and um it's crazy to that I have to deal with it right now at this stage in my life, at this stage so early in my life. And yeah, so if there's anything to be taken from this episode, one, one, number one thing definitely is to create yourself a support system that you can lean on wherever you go. Another one being something else that I learned that I actually heard in a podcast a few days ago is prioritize honesty before comfortability. And, um, so honesty being, you know, be honest about your situation, be honest about what you're feeling, prioritize that over comfortability, you know, being, you know, too afraid to put yourself out there or, you know, be raw with people and whatnot. So prioritize honesty before comfortability with every aspect of your life, career wise, relationship wise, life wise, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with your family, your relationship with your significant other, your relationship with your friends. It's everything. It's literally everything. Prioritize honesty before comfortability because that is where that is where you will succeed in every aspect of your life. And so I feel like Will Smith <laughs> like giving like this one of those motivational videos that he does, but that's so that's so true and that's so real. And um, just prioritizing honesty before comfortability. And so, yeah. Um, Anyways, um, what else is new? Um, I think that's pretty much it. I'm actually really looking forward to going back home in terms of photography because I had a really, really great clientele there. And the downside living here is that it's so saturated with photographers. So everyone's kind of got a photographer that they can go to. Whereas where I'm from, it's not so much. I can probably think of two or three different photographers in that area. Like when I say area, I mean literally the that county alone um not just the town so um yeah I'm so I'm looking forward to you know going back to that clientele that I had there and growing it even more and um plus where I'm from I'm close to the mountains and everything and if you don't know me um I am a mountain girl if you do know me you know that I'm addicted to that kind of stuff so anyways (laughs) um yeah uh I'm grateful. I'm optimistic. 
I'm um, content with my decisions that I've made within these past few weeks. These past few weeks have completely flipped my world upside down. But you know what? That's life, and that's especially life in your early 20s, let me tell you. You know, and another another reason, like one of the things that I told myself to kind of, you know, take the leap of faith and move um, to Sonoma County was the question or the realizations that I kind of told myself was, you know what, I'm not married. I don't have any kids. I'm not tied down by any education or schooling. So there's no better way for me. There's no better time for me to do this. And that still sticks to this day is, you know, I'm not married. Still, that's fine. <laughs> no, I'm actually really grateful that I'm not married. You know, people my age, if you're married, that's awesome. That's obviously so for you. That's obviously not for me, um, at least right now. <laughs> so anyways, you know, I'm not married. I don't have any kids. Thank Jesus, knock on wood. Um, and, you know, I'm not tied down by any schooling or anything like that. So anyways... That's just kind of what I wanted to talk about in this podcast. And I'm actually really glad I that the audio didn't work in the podcast of that I was originally just going to post because I like this re-recording a lot better, actually. Um, oh, another fun fact is I'm learning the guitar again. So thankfully, my sister actually gifted me her old guitar. And so I've been teaching myself the guitar again, which has been really, really great for me. Um, it's been a really great distraction. And so, yeah, I'm building up those calluses again on my fingers, which I'm grateful for. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, again, two things that I want people to take from this is, you know, prioritize honesty before comfortability. And what was my other one? Oh, yeah, creating that support system in every in anywhere you go creating that support system because that will take you so far not necessarily the like the lessons that you learn and all that stuff it's creating and building that support system because at the end yes your lessons and the lessons that you learn help you grow but it's your support system that lifts you up so anyways um that's kind of all I have to say in this uh, podcast episode. Guys, thank you so much for listening in. And thank you so much for the support for my podcast. Because honestly, it's it's been more successful than I ever thought it would be. And I was, you know, creating this podcast. I didn't really have a lot of confidence or just a lot of um, expectations in it. Because honestly might be hard to believe but I am not a talker actually I am much more of a listener which is honestly me being more of a listener is what is honestly what made me kind of make make a podcast was because most of the people in my life are talkers and so I wanted to have those guests on my podcast um to kind of give them an opportunity to kind of express that about themselves and so um you know, hearing them talk, not just me, really. So the future guests I'm going to be having on my podcast are some of the people who are the most important people in my life and who I just am extremely grateful to have them in my life. And um, yeah, anyways, you guys, I hope you guys had a really great start to your new year. And I hope everyone had a really great holiday season. And I hope, I hope you learned a couple of things from this episode. 
of this second season of my podcast and I hope you get to take some things home with you from this episode and yeah again um you know life is fickle and um you know it's I just I never in a million years think that I would be dealing with the things that I'm dealing with today and so but you know what that's okay it makes life interesting that's for sure so anyways, I everyone take care. Thank you guys so much again for uh, supporting me through this podcast and being active listeners. Again, I could not be more grateful in that. And um, expect my next episode with the next guest to definitely be entertaining and a little bit more upbeat and a little bit more kind of just um, relaxed, I guess. So anyways, be on the lookout for that. I can't guarantee a um, specific time given everything that I've got going on right now. And yeah, um, yeah, again, thank you guys so much. I hope you guys have a great, you know, like, I hope the, I hope your, what am I trying to say? <laughs> I hope the start of your new year was great and I hope it continues to to be great from here on out. And so, yeah. Um, that's really all I got to say. I look forward to the next episode of the podcast and I will see you guys there. Thank you guys so much. Bye-bye.